Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Peter drained his champagne and plucked another flute from a passing waiter. Events hosted by New York social elite, even the ones he bought and paid for, always left him with the urge to get laid, get drunk, and go to confession. Definitely in that order. If he ever converted, he might even manage to do all three at once. His mind on the first checkbox on his list, he automatically scanned the crowd, his attention alighting on his date du jour. Chastity. Letting the champagne roll over his tongue, he contemplated her long-limbed, pert form and the waterfall of blonde tresses brushing her bare back. She was a beauty. The best the service had sent in a while. He might keep this one for a bit. It'd be a nice change of pace. Putting on his game face, he met Chastity next to a table laden with strawberries and a cluster of champagne flutes. He swept two glasses between the knuckles of one hand and dropped a strawberry into each. Handing her a glass, he sipped at his own and perused her figure with a lazy, toe-to-head sweep, ending the journey at the graceful slope of her shoulders. Her white satin gown showcased only what was appropriate for the venue, but more than enough to give him a glimpse of the lush valley between caramel-kissed breasts. He finally met her two blue eyes and allowed his appreciation to linger in his gaze. Perfectly pouted pink lips curved into a demure smile in response to the implicit compliment. She was sweet, like candy, and had an innocent quality men loved to corrupt. Enjoying yourself? He slipped an arm around her waist, his hand coming to rest intimately on the crest of her derriere. Yes, thank you. She shifted one hip to encourage his touch. He played his fingertips over cool satin, teasing the higher peaks and valleys of her ass as he took another sip of his champagne and feigned interest in the crowd. Chastity tilted her head to look at him. He pretended not to notice. Two gossip columnists, both men, trained their gazes in his direction. Tomorrow's headlines would ask whether the elusive playboy had finally snagged his Mrs. Wright. He nearly snorted into his champagne. The orchestra wound the set to a close. The foundation's hostess prepared to make the benefit award announcement. Peter snapped his head to the right to release the crick in his neck. You're uptight, Chastity murmured. Bunched muscles in Peter's shoulders twitched at her pronouncement, making him aware of their increasing ache. Smiling for her and her alone, he took in Chastity's heart-shaped face with its perfectly formed nose and artfully covered freckles. She moistened lips so lush he couldn't help visualizing them pressed against his awakening arousal. A little bit, he said, allowing the magnetism of the moment to spark briefly between them. Long lashes swept low before revealing eyes darkened with desire. I could fix that for you. He quirked a brow at her offer. The rest of him retreated, dismissing advances and overtures he hadn't instigated. When he didn't reply, merely took a measured sip of his drink. She stood on tiptoe. The movement barely brought her in contact with his ear, and he forced himself not to tilt his head to accommodate her. Moist breath whispered over his lobe nonetheless. I found the perfect little room. Lots of old books and a gas fireplace. A comfy chair where you can sit while I massage you. The hostess took the wireless microphone from a podium near the orchestra. Judging from the furtive glance she darted in his direction, she decided to give him up to the wolves rather than allow his personal donation to remain anonymous. Tomorrow, he'd have 500 requests from global foundations and charity organizations, all because she couldn't resist the impulse to preen. He cursed himself for giving her the check tonight in person.
He made a disgusted sound in the back of his throat. Sure, let's go. Chastity's pout morphed into a $20,000 smile. Taking his hand, she led him away, through the mingling crowd to a dimly lit corridor, and from there to the private reading room she'd described. The pocket door's roller slid quietly enough, but even after several tries, the door wouldn't latch. Chastity laughed and placed gold-painted fingertips on his biceps. It's okay. I don't mind an audience. Something in his stomach curdled. Probably the goose liver pate. He moved past her to the fireplace and flipped the switch. A gas hiss preceded the whoosh of the flames. Christmas decorations, a wreath, gold balls, and holly adorned the mantle and the space above. Two leather wing-back chairs flanked the hearth, but he remained standing as he watched the flames dance over a fake log in a predictable pattern.